I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today we're discussing, is it the defrosting of Stavros? (laughs) Thawing out. Stavros. Yeah. Stavros thaws out. Stavros thaws out. Okay. Sure. That's what I'm deciding it's called. Okay. You don't really have to go with that. I just, I don't know. Okay. It's absurd. That's what we're discussing. Absurd storyline. So do you want to share how we came up with this? I just happened to see it posted on Facebook. Soap opera spy was, had posted on Facebook, most absurd storylines. And you always say, what should we talk about? And we don't know. So I had sent it to you. And this seemed to me like one of the most absurd like they were right some of the other ones they were crazy but this is just ridiculous right anything with helena is ridiculous well and it fits in what we were just talking about because we just talked about you know lulu right getting frozen unfrozen her embryos right. you know all that stuff so it kind of fits in with okay right <laughs> Exactly. Let's put all the crazy together. Well, that's impossible. So from the article, they said, for a family with an island in toasty Greece, the Cassidines sure love their cold weather plots. <laughs> Stavros Cassidine is the son of Mikos and Helena Cassidine and father of Nicholas Cassidine, child of Stavros's rape victim, Laura Spencer. He died after a fall down the stairs at GH. But was, died. Right. But was really frozen by his evil mother, Helena. He was thawed out. That's what they're calling it. Thawed out in 2001. So he and his bad mummy could engage in bioterrorism, but was then killed in quotes again, again, by Luke Spencer in another unfortunate fall. A decade later, Stavros is thawed again. Does he not get freezer burn? They're pretty clever. (laughs) And kidnaps Lulu Spencer and freezes her (laughs) because he loves her. He's then frozen for a third time. What? <laughs> then thaws out long enough to try to implant an embryo he fertilized into Lulu. Stavros is shot finally 
But Helena rescues the embryo and, of course, froze it. OMG. Burp. So, yeah. <sighs> it's just so ridiculous. So I didn't realize, I watched YouTube, as I'm sure that you did. I didn't realize until re-watching it that he was kept in the basement of GH. I thought right. it was her own lab. Yeah. So when, at one point, Tony asks... So this is why you're so invested in the hospital. And she says, well, yeah, that's why I've been sponsoring it with all my donations and stuff. And I'm like, that totally makes sense. I love the way they put it together. Right. So then usblastingnews.com. So I did a little bit of research and also watched the YouTube. Yeah. They had an article on General Hospital. Some characters die and some come back to life more than once. <laughs> that's a long title, but very accurate. Yeah. Stavros Cassadine is one of the characters who has died and been resurrected several times. The first time he met his demise in 1983, it was the result of a fall down a flight of stairs. What no one knew was that his mother, Helena, had him cryogenically frozen. Not sure how much good that was supposed to do. He didn't have a disease that could be cured in the future. He broke his neck. <laughs> Stavros made a surprise appearance in 2001, at first sneaking around Port Charles using an alias Lucas Kane. But it was like Lucian Kane or something like that. Right. It was discovered that he was indeed Stavros and then died after falling into a bottomless pit. <laughs> Do we know that he died if it's bottomless? Oh, good point. Thanks. We met Stavros another time in 2014 after he had been thought out a second time. And finally, he was shot and killed by Dante Falconeri in September 2014. Well, here, let's read these. We'll read the articles and then talk about the YouTubes and we'll just piece it all together. Okay. So everyone else can be where we are. All right. And so Soaps in Depth says, in 2001, it was revealed that Helena had placed Stavros in a cryonetic suspension in a secret room underneath GH and was finally able to revive him. He targeted his brother, Stefan Cassadine and Laura. Learning of his brother's relationship with Chloe Morgan, Stavros called himself Lucian, Lucian Kane and ultimately murdered her, setting Stefan up for the crime. I, like, I forgot that. It's spelled differently. Okay. But how funny is it that it's the last name is Kane? Because Helena also did stuff with Drew Kane. Oh, 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 okay. It's misspelled. Well, it's not misspelled. It's right. a different it's spelling. Different. This is C-A-N-E. Right. But, ooh. ooh. Okay. There you go. Connect that all together. Make mm -hmm. another crazy storyline. His reign of terror came to an end when Helena trapped Bobby, Stefan, Luke, Laura, Alexis, Nicholas, and his girlfriend Gia under Windermere. And Gia is Taggart's sister. Yes. So Nicholas could have been Taggart's brother-in-law. Yes. Had that worked out. There you go. Stavros attempted to prove himself to his son Nicholas by showing him and Gia a way to escape, then died during a struggle with Luke when he fell down a bottomless pit. He falls a lot. He does. And then my favorite article was the who's who in Port Charles, Stavros Cassadine. We're not... So here's the thing. You met Stavros Cassadine the same way that I did because... Because mm -hmm. we were babies first, in 83. Right. So we didn't know that he had been recast. Right. So the Stavros that we know is the only one that we know. Yes. We totally have to go back and do younger Stavros because there were several people on social media that mentioned they didn't like the recast. Oh, So okay. I don't know because... Right. You know. Okay. So this just says 20 years later, it's revealed that Stavros had been cryogenically frozen. She kept him frozen until technology allowed him to be revived. Why didn't she just keep the same doctor? After being thought out, he starts wreaking havoc on Port Charles, blah, 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 blah. Stavros met Chloe, who was very close to Stefan, pretending he was Lucian Kane. Now in this article, it's spelled C-A-I-N. Oh, okay. A successful businessman, he tried to play Chloe against Stefan. 
Chloe eventually figured out who Stavros was. Unfortunately for her, though, before she could tell Stefan, Stavros murdered her and set Stefan up to take the rap. Stavros also became involved with his son's ex-girlfriend, Gia. Ew. Ew. He tried to get, he tried getting close to her to obtain more information about his son. Working with Helena, he tried to figure out whether Nicholas was on the Cassidine side or if he was faking. Stefan and Laura figured out that Stavros was alive because wasn't this when Stefan and Laura were together? Yes. I liked them together. It made me sad to see her not with Luke, but I liked her with Stefan. Right. He loved her. Mm -hmm. Stefan escaped from jail and the two brothers encountered each other at Windermere. Surprisingly, Stefan tied his brother up and left him in a coffin. When the police arrived looking for Stefan, they found Stavros in the coffin and after questioning him, let him go. They didn't just assume he died. (laughs) Right. When Helena was ready for Stavros to meet Nicholas, she had Stavros pretend he was still frozen. That was so weird. They wanted to see how Nicholas would react when he saw his father. (laughs) And you have to do that with him laying in a frozen coffin. Right. You can't just have him walk in and be sitting there and be like, hello, son. Right. Let's just pretend he's dead and see what happens. (laughs) While Stavros and Nicholas were alone together, Nicholas looks at his, quote, frozen father (laughs) and said he hated Stavros and never wanted him to be alive. The words hurt Stavros deeply. After Helena lured and trapped Bobby, Stefan, Alexis, Luke, Laura, Lucky, Gia, and Nicholas inside the underground lab, Stavros decided to prove his love for his son by showing Nicholas the way out of the maze. While Gia and Nicholas ran to safety, Stavros confronted Luke Spencer. After an altercation, Stavros was left dangling over the bottomless pit. In final display to thumb his nose at Luke, Stavros threw his hands into the air and fell backwards into the pit. I mean, if you're going to go, do it dramatically. Yeah. Oh, and then, oh... I thought I copied it and I didn't. There was also another article that very briefly, it didn't talk about the exact storyline, but he was brought back in 2013, again, unfrozen, whatever, right? for the 50th anniversary. So that's why he was brought back. Okay. So the one thing that is not mentioned in those articles, though, is like the whole backstory of what did you watch on YouTube? So I watched Helena kidnapping Tony. Yes. And then finding Tony finding out that the reason that Lucas was sick, which I had forgot that Lucas was I sick. I know. That Lucas was sick was because Helena had poisoned him. And so she said, if you save my son, then I will save your son and all will be well. And so I watched all of that. And then I watched the further stuff when they were at um, the other lab that Robin was at. What's it called? Oh, I didn't watch that one. Was that Creighton Clark? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm like, I know it, but I don't know it. Anyway, because I liked those scenes with um, Maxie and all of them. I didn't watch those ones. Oh, all right. So what, what is your comments on whenever she took Tony? Oh, so I was so, con- that's where I was like, why didn't she just keep the same doctor that froze him? Maybe he died. It had been 20 years. True. But what Tony's qualified to do that? Because I mean, so Helena's whole thing was she wanted to eliminate the Spencers. Right. So she figured by killing Lucas and then she would eventually get to, she had already kidnapped Lucky and put him under her spell, mm-hmm. which I watched some of that too. Yes, I watched that too. And that was interesting because it was very Dante-ish yeah. where we are now. And then... Um, she was going to kill Lulu. Yes. She was going to kill Lulu and... Like baby Lulu. It was Lulu. basically just... It was baby Lulu and possibly Michael. Right. That was her whole plan was to just kill all the Spencers. Mm-hmm. And so that's why she did that to Lucas so that she could manipulate Tony. I just want to know how Tony figured it out. 
he's just like, once the temperature reaches 21 degrees, it'll be, it'll automatically open up again. Do you have a manual? Right, 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 right. Like she kept yelling at him, like, open it, open it. And he was like, no, the temperature has to get even on both sides. And then it just pops open. Like, where do I buy one of these frozen coffin things? Because how do you know that that's the way that works? Frozen coffin thing. Frozen coffin thing. I think that's what you should Google if you're looking for it. It's the official name. And then when he finally wakes up, the first thing he asks is, where's Laura? Yes. And Helena kind of like tears him a new one. She's like, I've kept you frozen for 20 years. And the first thing you ask me about is Laura. Her relationship is so gross. I'm sorry. I can't watch those scenes without feeling like I need to take a shower. Yeah. The way she touches him and hangs on him and is like, I love you. But it's so gross. Well, because that's her her son with Mikos. I, I don't care. <laughs> Stefan wasn't Mikos's, right? I don't I don't think so. I think that's why she hated him. Like yeah. he wasn't good enough. Right. Yeah. But that was weird too. I mean, it obviously it's always been weird. I, I get maybe you have a, a kid that you like more, but the other one you don't treat like crap all the time. I totally have a favorite son and a favorite daughter. So awful. I have a favorite son. <laughs> and the daughters I tell, it just depends on who's on my nerves that day and who's not. That's who my favorite is. But, oh no, he's, Stefan's also Mikos's. Huh. So why did she hate Stefan so much? Okay. If you remember why Helena hates Stefan so much, cause she totally does. She totally does. Cause she's like, you're the weaker one. Maybe it's cause he was nice. Right. Cause she even says you have to save my son. Maybe that's it. He was nice that he was weak. So she had no yeah. use for him. But she says you have to save my son to Tony. And at first he's like, what are you talking about? Stefan? Right. Fine. Except for not having a personality. I can't yes. help him with that. And I loved the interaction there. Like Tony was on point with everything yes. that he was saying. I missed the acting from back then. It was so, so good. So one of the things that they did during the whole, when they were escaping and everything, they were playing the Faces of the Heart theme song yeah but like indiana jones's style and they used to do that all the time with the theme song yeah. like they would slow it down for the romantic you know play it like violin or something but this was like all right it's adventure faces Run. of the hurry escape before yep. you fall down a bottomless pit well luke fell down the pit first oh and stefan or well, then it really wasn't bottomless now was it well he didn't fall down it he oh no no no. this was the best part so he fell into it he and stavros are staring at each other talking and suddenly you get like like you see like this little smirk on stavros's face and suddenly the floor opens up oh, under okay. Luke. but he grabs the side of the floor and pulls okay. himself up of course of course with Luke. laura's help but with laura's help oh good good, good he gets good. out with laura's help yep okay but that's the thing so poor laura okay can we just give her a little bit more credit for having healthy adult relationships right because stavros raped her too yeah and that's how they have nicholas but it's funny that stavros didn't consider it like that though because when he was talking to luke neither did luke though he was i I guess that's true but i don't think most rapists actually consider what they're doing as rape probably not if it's i don't know i really don't want to like like yeah no but probably not which is their own disorder so and it's still right exactly but stavros was like putting luke down like you, you, I don't know yes. how she's with you and you say you love her, but you raped her. And I don't know how Luke wasn't like, dude, you did the exact same thing. Right. What are you talking about? You're just mad she doesn't love you. Well, and he even said like, and this is the stuff that, I don't know, is this what we actually have to go back and see? Like, were there scenes where Stavros had Luke tied up as he was know. with Laura? I don't know. You know, is that a real thing? I, I don't know either. I didn't go back because we're doing 2001 and 2013. Right. We're doing the under not the dying. Yes. Exactly. But so then 
what else happened when they were in? So we'll have the YouTube stuff in. Yeah. I felt like you got the complete story off YouTube. You yeah. can definitely catch up that way. Yes. There's a YouTube channel, the House of Cassidine, mm-hmm. that has a playlist for each. I feel like there are videos missing. Well, obviously there's videos m- missing because, um, but so I created our own little playlist too, because the kidnapping of Tony Jones was not in it, okay. but that's really the beginning of this whole defrost because right. <laughs> it just sounds ridiculous <laughs> to say even of this whole defrost. Well, like it mentioned in that one article, the Cassadines are obsessed with weather because the ice princess made yeah. a comeback too. Right. Yep. 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 And that hypnotized Lucky into trying to kill Luke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was Helena's doing. Right. Those were good scenes with Luke too, because he was trying to get through to Lucky. Yep. It wasn't, it wasn't the Lucky that we love. That guy did a really good job. It was Jacob Young. Not the one that we love. So. Well, it's hard accepting the first recast. Yeah, I think so. You know, especially when, so Jonathan Jackson had exited, we thought he was dead. Right. And then they bring him back. It's kind of like the Jason thing. Right. They do like to have the Cassadines kill people and then bring them back recast. Yeah. Because that was how Lulu was Yeah. Also. Well, she was kidnapped. Well, she, well, I don't think we ever thought she was dead. Not did we? dead, but she was, when she was unfrozen is when she was different. Okay. Well, yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and that's, I don't know where I'm going with this and it's too much for me to even mentally process right now. So forget <laughs> it. I was going to do the connection with, because Stavros was obsessed with Laura. Yeah. But then he became obsessed with Lulu. Right. Because he was still the person that he was 20 years ago. Right. So as Lulu aged, that's how... Yeah, it made sense. I mean, it was still ew, creepy. Yeah, but they justified the creepiness by yeah, his body was the age. Because he even said that to now. Luke, and he's like, "You've really aged poorly, you know." And Luke's like, "I haven't been napping for twenty years, right? Exactly. Like you have, dude." <laughs> he said, "Dude." Did he say, "Dude"? <laughs> he did not say, "Dude." <laughs> I don't think he said, "Dude." I miss Helena as crazy as she is. Oh. I miss all of that. Her and Luke, so good, and just all their conversations of their craziness. I miss this adventure stuff. Yeah. You know, like it was so fun when Robert and Olivia went on their little adventure. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We don't have adventure anymore. Not like this. No. But maybe that's because these storylines are so crazy. I like them this crazy yeah. though. I because agree. it was it was just out of touch enough mm-hmm. that you're like, of course you brought back your son from 20 years. Oh, and the secret way to get down into the maze was on top of the roof. The elevator, yes. like you shook, Luke shook it or something and it opened up and Luke gets in the elevator and it's like, go down. <laughs> I'm like, did we have voice activated elevators in 2001? But okay. And it couldn't really go up because you're on the roof. So well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was just so funny. And then, yeah, I watched the newer stuff just because I loved those scenes and it, it brought everything together. Like that was a really big storyline for everything because you found Robin in there that had been missing for all that time. Yeah. Jason that had been missing is who obviously saved Robin. That was when Maxie was with that crazy Levi guy, which was one. You watched the newer, like the 2013 comeback. Right. Okay. So then it was, um, she was with Levi and Levi's dad was crazy about Felicia. Yes. And then at the same time, Lulu was there because of the whole let's implant her with the embryo yep. thing. And it was like, how did these two crazy guys that are both obsessed with their moms just happen to run this medical place together or be in this medical place together? Right. But I guess that just happens. It's just a coincidence. There you go. Especially where Laura and Felicia 
weren't, they're not enemies, but they're not. No, they're not friends. They weren't hanging out together. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just neat to see both of those storylines run at the same time. And those were all the good scenes with Maxie and Nathan because she's like, oh, I need help. And he's like, yeah, I told you you shouldn't have been with that Levi guy. What the heck is wrong with you? So, Mm. and it was really good acting of Lulu also because he said about implanting her and she was like, I have a problem. You can't implant me. You're just going to kill the baby. It's not going to work. Like, don't do that. And then he said, well, I know that you had that surgery done a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks ago, whatever. And so now you'll be fine. And Dante was like, what about all the shots you have to take, dude? Like, why don't you pay attention to what we just went through with right. Maxie? You can't just do like half the medical right, research. Right. Like- and he was supposed to be so smart and know all this medical stuff. And then he's like, oh, yeah, shots. I didn't forgot know about that. that. Thing. So it was Crazy. all just craziness. But it, yeah, good scenes with all of it. Yeah. So. I think we've made fun of this scenes before because they're so ridiculous, but it was so good. We need the suspended belief, you know, right. we need, especially right now, you mm-hmm. know, we need this. Yeah. I would like more crazy storylines than all these like death storylines. Right. Or baby swapping. Cause yeah. I mean, the sad reality is that stuff actually does happen. Granted, not to the extent that general hospital does, but it, does happen right you know it does happen but at the same time it doesn't happen to six out of seven babies in the hospital and they make it sound like every baby we need to do this with and in 2001 the people that came to rescue all the spencers that were in the thing were jacks scott and roy and they beat up helena's henchmen and they took their clothes and scotty winds up having the sleeves are like three quarter lengths (laughs) on him and everything but i mean when do scott and jacks and would have roy like really ever connected exactly except for to do that yes the rescue mission and then they played helena because lucky pretended to be under her spell Mm -hmm. and that's how he and nicholas took her down right took down the henchmen and then she I don't know. I didn't finish watching. Well, I didn't continue to watch right. what happened. There was after. a lot. No, I didn't watch all of it. We were trying to stay focused on But this. like Alexis was there and that's when you started to see Alexis. Well, and then they were trying, Stefan was trying to find a code to decode the maze or something like that to help them oh, get okay. out or something. And Helena's like, you couldn't find your way to disassemble, disassemble a pencil sharpener, even if you had instructions or something like that. He's like, you've always underestimated me. Right. And Alexis was very supportive of him. And it was just, it was just good all yeah. the way around, you know? Yeah. And with Cheesy. Yeah. I mean, yes, of oh, course it, it was absurd. Right. The storyline <laughs> was absurd, but all the acting that went into it was so yeah. good. I think and I think that the know. absurd part is the fact that he froze, thawed, froze, thawed. <laughs> right. Froze again. Right. Because that's eventually what happened when they rescued Lulu, right? They threw him into. Yes. The cryogenic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's when Dante shot him. He finally died because Dante shot him. Did he shoot him and then push him in? He did get pushed into he did a get pushed in place. Yeah. Or was that the second time that he Maybe got that. frozen? Maybe. Not See? the third. <laughs> oh, my God. We need sponsors so that we could, like, I mean, serious sponsors so that we can actually just spend all of our time researching this stuff. Then we can and the, getting these answers the for real you guys. terms for frozen coffin thing. A capsule? Maybe. A cryogenic there capsule? There you go. Probably. There you go. That makes sense to me. That makes sense. Good job. Yeah, sure. Gold star. Yes, I made up the word capsule. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> but no, seriously, because I mean, if we could just get, it would take so long. <laughs> 
what's your job? I watch old episodes of General Hospital. And then I slice them into different (laughs) storylines so that we can watch the specific storylines that we want to watch. And then I do the write-ups too. And it'd be so much fun. It would be so much fun. Oh my gosh. That would be so much fun. That's the dream job. (laughs) How do we make that happen? Because I feel like we have so many questions and we watch this stuff live. But then when you go back to watch it and... I mean, 59 years is a lot to cover. Oh, Yeah. But I mean, like we watched in 2001 and 2013 and came back those two times. But to go back and review and to even have like five articles that, yeah, they they all pretty much said the same thing. Some of them said a little bit different. Yeah. But then there's nothing written that says, here's the storyline. Here's remember when, because I couldn't find the stuff. Well, I don't, I didn't really search for it, but the stuff with Chloe, like I didn't branch out into that because I'm like, no, we just need to stick to the Frozen. Right. Frozen Spencer versus Cassidine thing. That's what we're missing is the family the family hating each other yeah. type thing. Because the Quartermains and the Corinthoses just don't interact. They have snide but remarks have to towards like each m- other. Mix right. some. But still. they tolerate each other. There's no Well that's what we missed with like the five families. Because that right. was what all that was. Yeah. So yeah. There you go. There's our suggestion, GH. You need to get two rival families. Yes. Romeo and Juliet. We like that. We do. The Cassadines and the Spencers were awesome. Yeah. I agree. Spanning decades, and I know we still have the Cassadines, but it's not the same. It's not the same, because now they're making Nicholas nice. I like Nick. Nicholas was nice, though. Nicholas was always nice. So they're keeping him nice. As he got older, I feel like he was supposed to get somewhat evil, because that's the Cassadine way. Not that he didn't do bad things, obviously, because we've talked at length about those. But not he did bad things in his own life, not killing other people. True. So on social media, we did ask, you know... (laughs) Tell us what you think about this crazy. Remember that time Helena defrosted Stavros? What were your thoughts on his, it could only happen in soaps return? And Todd Baker says, was sure more imaginative and creative than today's storylines. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Carlin, I miss all the quote stuff. It's TV. Bring on the drama and let these amazing actors do their thing. Yes. Yep. Demetria, we mess up your name all the time. <laughs> So we're just going to stick with Demetria. Stavros was so obsessed. She was so obsessed with Stavros. But then Katie Manishi says, I'm glad GH stopped being so sci-fi. And then Republic of K said, remember that time I turned off the TV? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's definitely. Right. I oh. mean, that doesn't need to be the whole show because you have different tastes. But a little bit of extra drama would be okay, I feel like. And then our buddy Steve Silverman said it could have been better if it wasn't written and played so cartoony. He didn't like the recast. And it came off as silly and pointless. I will say him repeatedly saying, I'm tired of this mother. But like, we don't know what Stavros was before right. he was frozen. Right. So now I'm interested to see. Gotta go back to the early 80s. That's going to be hard to find. In the 70s. Because I think that's when he was. Oh, and then on Twitter, Leslie B said, I thought Stavros wackadoodle routine was over the top. I was happy it didn't last long. And then Marsha Best just said that it was stupid. I mean, yeah, we can think it was stupid and still be entertaining. Oh, exactly. Because that's pretty much exactly what we just said. Right. Like, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous in a fun way. Sometimes it's fun to exactly. watch. watch ridiculous. But here's the thing. What did we think about that at the time that it was on? Going back and watching it might just be different than... Yeah. Because it was, like, nor- not normal, but... Right. That we was might have the storyline like, took us then. But we might have been like, oh my gosh, why are they doing that? And in 10 years, we're going to be looking back on this whole Brooklyn, Cassadine baby thing going, oh my gosh, remember that? That was so great. If they do it well, sure. Or it'll be, oh no, why did they do that again? Or the whole Nell thing. 
Like in 10, yeah. 15 years, are we going to be looking back going, remember when they did Nell? That was so amazing. And meanwhile, right now we're just like, oh my gosh, get it over and done with. I think we're always going to have those same feelings of Nell was great, except for quit dragging all of that stuff out. Well, there you go. I don't remember what it was like to watch that live. Though. I don't. I don't either. Interesting. But I know we did. Yes, we did. So. So it wasn't super in-depth, but we just thought that it was a fun little nugget that was kind of also in some of the 411s that we've done recently. Right. Not many people can we talk about being frozen, so. And unfrozen. Frozen again. And unfrozen again. <laughs> and frozen again. And then shot. Yeah. He would have to, I'm going to sound so stupid right now. Go ahead. But like, could he have shot him like through the cryogenic freezer? He shouldn't have been able to because Thingy. it should have been. So he would have been. Bulletproof. Not frozen when he shot him. Right. Okay. Yeah. He shot. I don't know. I would have to go back and watch that specific scene. I can't remember if he shot him and then pushed him in. So yeah, he could come back 10 years from now because nothing was. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. That's what I was with... thinking because if he was frozen right away. Right. Then, then his heart could... wouldn't have bled out. Right. They could unfreeze him and. Join us next week when we talk all about the scientific (laughs) stuff behind cryogenic freezing (laughs) and what it does to your body and how this could have even happened. No. No. (laughs) Never going to get that. But this is what we're thinking. If you are a cryogenic nicest. There you go. (laughs) Wow. A cryogenicist. Cryogenic nicest. Sure. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Sure. That's what that's called. Let us know if someone were shot and immediately thrown into the tube, would they die? No, it's a tube, not a capsule. Capsule. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. All right. All right. (laughs) So join us on Monday as we talk about this week's shows, which probably will not have any frozen capsules. Right. (laughs) Probably. We're not sure, though. Have a good weekend. Weekend. Yeah, have a good weekend. I don't know what day we're on. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. (laughs) Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, Just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.